Hi, it's Body from Body Mark Personal Training here. I want to welcome you to the new podcast for 2021. The podcast is where we're going to have conversations with clients who are training with us at present and those who've seen real results using all the services we offer. And those results are long-term, sustainable and achievable. If you want to know more about what we do here, just send me an email at barry at barrymarkfitness.com or check out our website www.barrymarkpt.com. Welcome to the second episode of the Team BMPT podcast. I'm Josh Nicholson, the head coach at Barry Mark Personal Training. And in today's episode, I invite Simon McCubbin and Steve Morfitt. These two gents are both members at BMPT. Simon has been a member since 2010 and he has years of experience and made some huge changes to his training along the years. Steve is a newer member and has really changed his life around in the space of a year, managing to do this through two, now three, national lockdowns. Oh, we have a special guest as well. 10 points if you can guess who it is. Before we get into this episode, this is a disclaimer that the conversations we have aren't used as advice for you to act upon. These are real members talking about their journeys and I won't be advising or telling you what actions you should take. As always, to every episode, please give it a rating and subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode. Okay, in today's episode, we are talking about myths, fad diets and what to stay clear from in the fitness industry. I'm going to introduce my two guests and one special guest, Simon Cubbin, Steve Morfer and Barry Skugel. Um, so gents, what I want to start off with today's episode is just finding out how have you found lockdown so far? Um, this is the third time we're, we're in a national lockdown. What have been your experiences? So Sai, if you want to start. Um... When we start in March, March last year, uh, we were at work, working as normal to start with. Then everything got really quiet, so we went on to furlough five weeks at a time, taking turns. Um, when you when you talked about going online, <clears throat> I remember saying to you, Josh, oh, I'm not going to do that. I won't be able to do it this that, and the other. I remember it well. <laughs> so I, I I started it, give it a go, and. It was obviously not like being in the gym, but it was, you know, a very, very close second best um, to carry on training. Uh, you think you're doing all right with food and all that, but, you know, the weight slowly crept up. And getting out walking every day, it, it, you know, with lockdown, it was strange. It was all new to everybody. Um, <clears throat> cracked on with it, and then I got... I, was on the scales and seen the weight had gone up quite a bit without realising and then you done that accountability thing of posting your daily nutrition in the group every single day so I started doing that and from then everything just clicked into place for me the training was going well, the food was going well and from the July up to now I'm down two stone brilliant so it was a struggle to start with but after that and then obviously October onwards work's just gone mental so and not a lot's changed for me now because I'm, I'm working loads of hours and but I'm training at home I think that so, was for similar to everyone I think the initial shock of it um, the first couple of weeks the month it was hard to adjust um, yeah. and then you, it like 
some of the, the conversations we've had, it can either go two ways for you. It can either go to the way that it's done for you, Si. You've sort of had to do something to to get over it and just keep moving forward. Or you sit in that position in the first four weeks and you just let it control you and then you get into the next eight weeks and then it becomes it becomes a bigger problem to, to try and get out of. Yeah. Um, but Steve, I'd love to hear your story about sort of last year because even though three national, well, two national lockdowns last year, it was probably the best year of training for you. Um, and it oh, totally... by far, probably the only real year of training, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it uh, came around at the right time, to be honest. Um, <clears throat> it started with yourselves, obviously, in December. Um, needed to start somewhere and was, you know, very glad that I was able to go in there and hit the ground running. Um really enjoying it, going up from three to four times a week through January into February, seeing the changes and things, and I was starting to tweak more things um, with my diet and various things and going along forward. And then lockdown happened on that Friday. But that week, just before lockdown, I'd started to toy with the idea of coming for six o'clock in the morning instead of night time. And um, right on that very Friday, I remember going home when uh, Boris had locked the uh, locked us all out, so to speak, and you know, seeing the determination on Barry's face of what he was going to uh, try and get done, and then on that Monday morning to be part of one of the first classes or the first class on that Monday morning, just kind of set me off. I thought, well, if Barry's done that over the weekend, at least I can do. He's kind of back him up and try and hit the targets that we'd we'd set. So. That Just jump in there, uh, Steve. Yeah. Can you remember the the Friday night? I don't know if you can remember. I met you in Lidl. You do yeah. the weekly shop. Yeah, well, I wasn't um, doing the weekly shop. I was stockpiling. Oh. I was thinking, <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I had, no, no, at that point, bog roll hadn't become a problem. It was protein yoghurt. Um, I had a big basket of uh, protein Steve, yoghurt. Steve, don't, don't remind me about protein. <laughs> no, no, we'll do the shakes later. We'll do the shakes later. We'll get on to that. There's time for that. It's not nine o'clock yet. And um, so I had a big basket of protein shakes. Uh, protein yoghurt but there's all these people in tracksuit bottoms getting all the cider and all the beer and the wine and I'm thinking what should I be doing then in the midst of it was Josh calmly walking around thinking oh, I'll be alright we'll have something going for you on Monday morning Steve you'll be right and that was it it was it was Monday morning and away we go so from then on all I did was I booked in every class for 6 o'clock in the morning initially I was working uh, we were doing a similar thing to uh, Si where we were a week in a week off on shifts and then after six weeks, they decided to furlough um, more or less half of us. Um, I thought I was going to be working, but I was put into furlough, so it was a bit of a shock. Um, but after a couple of days of being home with the kids, it was brilliant, to be fair. So I can't, uh, you know, from that point of view, I got over it pretty fast. Training was great. Got up in the morning. It was part of my routine. Got up, got on with it, got something achieved. Got an hour to myself before everybody got up got them up, played around, and then last thing at night, when I were all tired, at least I could sit down with a cuppa, or a, when it was sunny, with a, a beer or whatever, in the garden, at least I had a bit of um, sense of achievement, that I could just get up again and have another go in the morning, rather than thinking that I hadn't done anything, so luckily I got my mindset in order, pretty sharpish with it to be truthful, and furlough and, and all the rest of it was pretty good, um, lockdown, I wanted really to come out of it better than I went into it, and I was on the right path anyway, but it just happened to come along, and, and that was it. So when I came out of it, yeah, I was a bit of a shock to everybody, really, when I got back on the, the scales and all that sort of stuff and whatever. No, it was good. And there we go. Yeah, rest is history, really. I have 
See yes. who this year with this year's lockdown is going to take me crown of uh, lockdown champion. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's just um, correcting what you say. You've, you've got to just make do with it and just keep cracking yeah. on. Um, that mindset of turning up at six a.m. on a Monday, just carrying on as normal, um, mm. which is brilliant, and that's kind of where you've got the results where you're at today. Um, so, Baz, what were your thoughts on lockdown? Bit of a different year to. To the year before, did you think you would be doing online training? Doesn't matter what we do. Doesn't matter what we do. We do it well. That's always that's always on mantra, isn't it? You know what I mean? Whatever we're going to do, we have to make sure that it it matches the the standards of what we set in the gym. You know, last year was year thirteen. The new twenty twenty one was going to be my fourteenth year as a PT, and I wanted to see it. You know, I didn't want to let anyone down. Clients, family, staff, everybody. So. You know, I won't lie, Josh. I've said this to you, and I haven't said it out loud in public then, but we botched it last year. Yeah, we botched yeah. it for everybody. Yeah. Oh, definitely. We gave, yeah. we gave everybody a reason to get out of bed. We gave everybody a reason to keep training, to keep accountable, um, and with the help of a lot of good people and the support of uh, some amazing clients, uh, we've come out of this in a really, really good place. So, yeah, we uh, we couldn't have done it without. The likes of staying inside, you know, and uh, the staff who, who bought into it, as you well know. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I think it, it, it's really shown when sort of when tough times do are around. So, sort of the, the BMPT family did all come together um, to see so many people still training through sort of through their own homes. It's yeah, so surreal. Than, you do it all the time, but it's more than a gym and it's, you know, it's a family. And I think yeah. uh, 2020 into 2021 has just proven that so it's not a cheesy line or it's not somewhere that we say you know what I mean we've, we've um, it's been proven time and time again the last mm. 12 almost 12 months isn't it mm. um, but it is more than the gym and that um, you know, I've got a hell of a client base uh, and hopefully we can you know get a few more into that and, and, and help more people as well my friends and family the people that we're now and you know people like that Definitely picked a good year to get me back out of bed anyway. <laughs> um, so I just want to touch on starting off with Baz actually for the 14 years of being in the industry. Um, obviously things have changed over them 14 years but in terms of myths, in terms of sort of sayings, you must have heard a few over the year or had a few of your sort of members come up to you and say, is this true or yeah, I mean- is that Fourteen years ago, I, I was starting out as a PT in the middle of a um, global um, economic crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I got told not to be a, not nobody would want PT in the middle of a, a financial meltdown. Um, if I wanted to be a PT, I'd have to go to London and become a successful PT. And nobody in Carlisle would ever want uh, a personal trainer for more than just a couple of weeks as a fad. Um, so, you know, I've got, side. <laughs> yeah, good size, 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 nearly fourteen years in with us as well. But yeah, so I've gone from post social media to starting off just as Facebook was kind of um, just before Facebook took off, to then going through the whole social media um, craze. You know, my Facebook used to be standing joke. My Facebook profile picture would be worth three hundred quid because if I would post it. Top, uh, 
uh, profile picture with me and my top off when I was in really good shape. I'd guarantee I'd sell 10 sessions at 30 quid a session and make 300 quid. Just standing joke at the time. Yeah. So, how do you like that? Pay 300 quid, 10 sessions, and I'll show you. No, right, side. <laughs> <laughs> how many 300 quids have you given us? Oh, we not go down that road, eh? <laughs> And he, he still doesn't look like me. I'm trying to look like him now. That's the difference. So, uh, but uh, yeah, you've you've seen it all from, you know, and I've gone through the whole spectrum as a personal trainer from one to one, just me in, a, in, a, in people's homes as a travelling trainer, going to your house before work or after work to do classes at the gyms, um, fitness modelling with USN Pro Ten where you're doing all the shows like body power and things and you're hearing all these different things thrown at you all the time you, you're picking up all these totally mixed messages you know when when I was walking on a 5% body fat and ripped to the bone I thought that was like fit yeah it was actually yeah. not it was unhealthy you know I weighed and measured every single thing that I put in my mouth I woke up at 2 or 3 in the morning with my phone alarm set to have a protein shake yeah you wouldn't see me without a, a plastic box. Now, looking back, yes, I was in incredible shape, but I didn't have a life, I didn't have a social life, I didn't do anything. You know what I mean, all I did was eat, treat, eat, sleep, train, clients, train myself. You know what I mean? It was mental. It's it the uh, good for you. It's the chicken and got... broccoli, broccoli rice diet. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, almost. I wasn't. I wasn't that bad. I didn't want to, I wasn't some, you know, bodybuilder that was. But I, I literally didn't put much rubbish in my body but I liked how I looked and I liked how I felt and I wanted to be aspirational for my clients I wanted them to look at me and go wow I could look like him but I started training loads of ladies <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to look like me do you know what I mean so it, it, I kind of learned at the time it was in the early days it was all about me and how I looked and I, and I soon realised and I soon realised I wanted to be a, a personal trainer longevity and make it my livelihood and my career as you have done that it was about the clients so my messaging and my learning and my education as a PT started evolving pretty quickly from the early days um, and, and, and sending out a different message I think just so, yeah, on like, on like, a, on like a personal sort of like a person's level like looking into that probably they've experienced like oh the the healthy thing is the the restricted eating. The the or the healthy thing is to to eat chicken, broccoli, rice diet. But like you said, there's there's so many unhealthy habits with that, um, and that is a common that's a common thing that I've I've heard people talk about. Is you've got to restrict everything um, from your diet. You've got to re- you can't do this. You can't eat that, and it's so far wrong from where the where it actually is. Um, but Steve, Sai, um, you guys as members, sort of, you will have heard sort of stuff, or you might have believed sort of stuff in in the past. Have have you come across anything that you've you've sort of questioned or? Um, food. Well, yeah, food like the, the chicken and veg. You've got to eat chicken and veg every single day. That's it. Boring, boring. Chicken and veg. Chicken and veg. Six meals a day. You've got yeah. to do this. You've got to do that. You've got that. Just boring. And I, I kind of, yeah, well. So you still got your first plan off, was it? 
Well, we'll go into diets later on more detail, eh? but <clears throat> I'd, 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 you try it a little bit, but it just gets so boring. It's like, ah, oh, screw this, I'm not doing this anymore. And then, pizza. well, yeah, you do. You just you go back to eating the food that you like, and it's just a vicious circle. You go back to it again and eating chicken and veg, chicken and veg. Yeah, and I like, thought in the early days it was simple. You, you you say, right, this is what you should be eating. There's a menu. There's there's some food ideas. Crack on. And I didn't even really think about why they were eating and why they, could, they couldn't eat healthy. I yeah. eat healthy. Look at yeah. me. So you should be eating healthy, and then you look like me. I didn't even look at the other factors that, that I now know about, and that we're now looking to like, you know, habits, mindset, willpower, all that kind of stuff. But back yeah. in the days, it was like, yeah, just have a protein shake, have your dinner. You know. I remember standing on treadmills telling people how your metabolic rate would go up and down as you're eating dinner. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and like that was me at the time. That's what we. That's what the. That's what we learned and on our courses and all like all these things. You know. And the old breakfast, breakfast is the most important meal. And it kick starts your metabolism and, and yeah. oh. it's all bollocks, isn't it? It is. So, but you, you learn this over time. People say to me, well, why, why do you always change? Because the minute you stop changing, you stop evolving as a PT, you get left behind. But some of these trainers you know, around are still preaching that crap. Because they haven't learned, you know what I mean. They haven't educated themselves to educate the clients, so got to learn all the time. I, I cringe at some of the stuff I've looked back on from twelve years ago. You know what I mean? But be mate, be mate, avocado. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I can't was that me? It was you, I. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, Steve, what about yourself? Have you come across anything you've? Oh, well, you get to hear about all the diets. I've never actually done any. Um, I would always revert to comfort and what I kind of enjoyed and probably too much of it. Um, that's why last year when I when I came, I knew I couldn't go straight into changing or doing anything major. No pun intended, but couldn't come straight in after Christmas and go cold turkey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it just wasn't going to work because that would have lasted a few weeks and I'd have gone back. So I just slowly but surely um, cut certain things out just cut things out that I knew shouldn't be doing made less trips to go and buy stuff made sure I took more stuff uh, made more use of my work time um, at work where I'm, I do get set times for meal times at work so I decided to structure me, me eating through the day with me with me lunch that I took or me dinner I took uh, to, to go out less and to take more with me better prepared and um, you know clo uh, slowly uh, reduce what I was eating to uh, you know to a better uh, calorie level uh, so eventually came into a deficit rather than um, you know just eating for the sake of it really and snacking for the sake of it um, yeah and slowly but surely got into some sort of rhythm um, to where I'm now I don't eat the same things every day because again that would turn me back the other way where I'd want too much of the other it's just a good mixture a good mixture of a lot of healthy stuff but the odd bit of fun and whatever else really yeah it's that, that kind of thing yeah I think there's quite a it's like a common trend across what you've all said it's it's better education um, mm. and it's getting a better understanding of your own body um, yeah. and when, when people often think about diet or the 
the, the diet word comes up, they're automatically going to restriction or must not eat this, must not eat that. Um, and I think that's where people go wrong. And when you think about stuff like your fad diets, like some absolutely ridiculous, like the cabbage soup diet, like <laughs> like who like who would even do that? Um, but what? <laughs> but what? Um, what's really interesting, that's what you said, Steve. Is it's just you educating yourself into being more prepared, um, spending that time to prep your meals, but also understanding your body and being in a calorie deficit. Um, it's, it's not over prepping and putting stuff in Tupperware boxes and you know this that the other no. set. It's just sensible things to eat. You know, it's getting a, it's a getting sensible a pop, dinner yeah. and a sensible little bit of a snack either side of it. Really, there's so many diets out there that people can mm. try. Ultimately, it's the one mm. that works for you. Well, that's it. Yeah, yeah it's your body. Really. You've got to know yourself. Yeah. But there's trial and error. Just because you mm. fail with one doesn't mean you're going to fail yeah. the next. But you know, mm. obviously, I've trained a lot of ladies over the years, and the majority of them have jumped from diet to diet. So whatever's trendy, whatever. The local, the latest celebrity selling in a magazine or something, and it's the one that they've, they've come off the back of, and then mm. they come and see me. And uh, it's just, it's just a minefield. It's no wonder people get confused with it. Mm. Eat it's what you like, but just eat, eat it sensibly. That's boring. Mm. You know the best diet, the one that's never ever sold because it's not sexy. Go back to school. I've said this loads. You've probably heard it before. Go back to school and look on your classroom wall when you were about eleven. There's a plate on the wall called the Eat Well Plate. Yeah. I do. And it was government branded. It was on the government or department of food standards or whatever. And it was proteins, your breads, your greens, your dairy. That's the perfect diet, but it's not sexy. Mm. It doesn't, you know, some, someone's not going to go and sell it on a, on a magazine in a magazine and say this is the best diet ever because it's boring. But ultimately, if we all did that, you know, two, three times yeah. a day, five days a week, six days a week, we'd all be a lot healthier. It's just low carb, keto, high fat, low fat, mess about. It's just getting a good balance of everything. It's like using that plate and having a balance of knowing how much is suitable for you and yeah. how much isn't suitable. Um, which is just, it, it sounds really simple, but for, for some people, that's where they really, really struggle with. Um, and kind of talking about sort of celebrities and the so many people now, like you, the time's changed since you started in the industry, Baz, but 14 years ago now, now we're getting people like influencers, we're getting social media, uh, Instagram's massive, Facebook's massive, and you're getting something come across your sponsored advert saying, oh, buy this 28D, the booty tea or this detox diet and you'll get look like this and detox and uh cleanse, cleanse. my hate words <laughs> i'm gonna can i be crude josh i'm gonna be crude you Go know on. what i'm gonna say Go i detox every morning at about half six <laughs> yeah it's normally after my nice strong coffee it happens without fail if you go to the toilet regularly and you your, your, you know, your kidney, your liver, your stomach, your blood, they're all in working order, you're detoxing yourself. The amount of people that are making money off the mates mm. or off people that know, <clears throat> calling it detox and cleanse, give me a break, man. Honestly, it drives me mental. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the biggest, um, 
I don't know. I don't know. What the, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's the biggest money maker in in kind of where we work at, and it's and it's all through mm. advertising on people's heartstrings, pretty much. They're, they're getting in snake a, oil. In they're a, selling snake oil in a vulnerable a position, um, and it's really sad to see because I know myself, people, I know friends that have done that, and and it's not cheap either. It's like you could spend what sixty, eighty quid on this package, or you could spend 60 to 80 quid on better food or on a better, better food education. shop better education yeah come, come and no, do it some. really winds me up pts that do it <laughs> just to make a few extra quid off the clients oh, the, that, the, just, that yeah. drives me mental the ketones oh horrendous juice plus. people are selling ketones and juice plus and all that get a grip <laughs> train your clients properly educate them on nutrition as well as giving them a workout the worst thing is yeah. though would like if they feel happy to advise that to their, their clients, would they do they actually feel happy to give that to, to one of their mem- to, to one of their clients, or is it just they offer it to, to everyone? Do you know what I mean? So just means they've got no models. As yeah, as exactly. Do they feel morally right to, to do that? Which is but piece of the world, no Yeah, but it's a, like I said, it's, it's a common trend. It's a common trend where the, the marketing is is sort of. It's so heavily pushed in. It's unregulated as well, isn't yeah. it? Um, you look, so unregulated. You look at stuff like, for example, online online coaching. Like people, people at the moment are doing a lot of like home workouts, which is great to see that they're doing doing the workouts, they're getting, they're doing the exercise. But you've got to think, like, is it is it actually safe what you're doing? Is is that do you have full trust in that person that you're following on on here that's doing? sort of star jump burpee lunge whatever and are you, are you actually what are you actually getting out of it or are you just going to do it for so long until you're sweaty and raising my metabolism until you injure yourself and then give it up and it's like it's like your diet so what you're going to do you're going to restrict yourself so much until what you burn out you give up and then you go back and you know what you you get into a worse into a worse position um, best best diet ever, Josh. The one that works all the time for fat loss. It's not keto. It's calorie deficit, yeah. as Steve said. This is yeah. This is. It's not. It's not high fat, low fat, calorie deficit. Calorie deficit. It's boring as anything. Yeah. But the other thing is, just touching on what you, you guys were saying before, you buy you guys both work in quite a male-dominated industries, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. You've got to change your identity if you want successful. I'm talking <laughs> diet and weight loss. You've got to hire you do. Yeah, because Sai as a trucker is going into, you know, um, transport cafes that don't really care if we're healthy, healthy eating. We've trained a lot of truckers over the years, you know, and they've said it's hard taking your, your bait box with you when the lads are tucking into full English and you're sat there with, you know, trying to eat healthy with, with your, your snacks and your yogurt, and, you know, and when you're, you work in that environment, You've got to become a different person. You can't, you know, going back to the ladies that we've trained, you know, a lot of them, and this is this isn't in general. This is just from experience training ladies. But, you know, a lot of them would work in the schools or the offices where it would all bring cakes in for someone's birthday. It seemed to be someone's birthday every other day. Some of the offices from the ladies I've trained, mm. and you've got to not be that person that brings the cakes in, or not be that person that goes to to the staff room at, at lunchtime and. Eat cakes and the chocolates. You're going to strip some of it back. 
I mean, you've got to change the identity you are as yeah. a person if you want to be successful in your diet or your your, your food adventure that you're looking mm. for. Definitely. It's definitely, it's strange. Mm. It's tough, it's not easy either. Yeah, and you don't want a reputation as a secret shaker either, do you? So. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know I don't know what that is, whether if that's a code or something or... <laughs> Um, but talking about sort of I'm going to let Steve tell you that one later <laughs> it's, it, I don't think it's quite nine o'clock yet is it maybe just it now is, it's just gone day. two minutes two minutes past nine um, so Steve just good job to... it's a podcast Steve yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to touch on sort of your journey because um, like last year has been like you said your best year and you've you've made so many changes um, so talk us through sort of what changes you've done, um, sort of maybe some of the barriers that you've you've sort of been in place for you? Um, well, the first big barrier was starting, um, which was about November 19, was when I kind of got in touch with Barry uh, through a Facebook ad, and Barry replied pretty quick. Uh, we got a bit of a crack going, and then next thing you know, come Christmas time, I'm, I'm through and having my first... Um, session and once I got over that and once I got over recovery from Rachel sort of get me to squat and do all sorts of various things that I had done for a long time I, I kind of got a sense early on in the first sessions that it was a place to you know it was going to be right for me because it was bespoke you know it was going to be looking after me as a group of people but you know individually if that makes any sense at all and then you know we moved in and once and got in through lockdown and things um, barriers wise um, I suppose time by time my body what I've found when I've sort of lost weight before is it, it, it hits shelves where it sits for a few weeks a month and then there's a bit of a drop and then every time I maybe have to come up with something slightly different to get it to drop again or to get it to move or to, to do whatever <coughs> not that I'm um, bossed by the scales but it's just a good indicator as to what's going on really so first of all was um, changing my diet then once we got into the lockdown and things, I thought, well, what else can I do? So I started tracking food. That was really good. That was really handy. It took me a little bit because I think you sit there tracking your food with a bit of guilt by everything you're putting on. But then again, that's a bit self-education. And also... That's it's awareness. Thing, it is. It? It's awareness and accountability. That's and, yeah, that's and growing up and putting your big boy pants on and saying, well, yeah, I have had that today. Well, you know, did you need it? Probably not. Well, come on then, let's... Knock it, you know, knock it on the head for tomorrow, and you move on. And before you know, you've educated yourself on what foods actually a bit better for you than you should be eating, and, and what you shouldn't be. And it was quite surprising, really. So it's interesting watching that journey unfold as to what I don't eat anymore, like cheese and things. That's those have kind of disappeared. Well, I was born and bred on cheddar cheese, so it was it's quite bizarre to to not have those in the fridge anymore. Uh, but yeah, as time went on, there was other little things. The my zone. Um, when that came into it, you, you you were able to see what you were doing at home a bit better, um, a bit more realisation of where you were at, and you, you sometimes you thought, well, were you not working as hard? Was I, was I working as hard? But when you actually get the data back, you realise you were working. It's just you're probably getting fitter. <laughs> you know, pennies need to drop sometimes, and uh, you do need to step back and, and have a look at the bigger picture. And my zones helped with that. I bought a set of scales as well at the time. And I didn't go religiously or you know tie myself down to the scales. However, I do use them daily before I train, and they're very good when you take a step back from them to uh, to look at it. Because sometimes you think, well, why haven't I 
why hasn't this moved? Why hasn't that moved? But when you actually look at the data that the, the scales provide, it shows that, yeah, your, mu your muscle mass has changed and that's maybe a reason why you maybe haven't changed. And it's not just all about self-education. So those are little barriers that your humans, I suppose we all do, whether it be men or women, we all put up there that for some reason um, just been creeping to the back of your mind and you just need to self-educate, take a moment, take a step back, think to yourself, well, I am eating well, I'm training every day. You know, we're going in the right direction, far better than where we were, or I was, a year, 18 months ago. Yeah, the last um, last week before we, I think last week before Christmas, was it? Yeah. Um, we, we do, like, uh, obviously, your, your success strategy sessions, and you had that with Baz. Mm. Um, how did that help, sort of, <coughs> obviously, unknown, well, yeah. unknown that you're going to go into lockdown, but how did that help, sort of, move, keep moving forward? Well, definitely, yeah, just, I hadn't really... Apart from you know the odd phone call and the odd uh, thing here, I hadn't really spoke to Baz. It was just to have a good sit down and a good half an hour. You know, it gets you. Not that I was wandering away from any kind of ideas of anything, but it's it's good to get that back up and that you know that common sense and no you know no fuss approach that Barry gives you to to get your back straight and narrow and and, and you know tell you where you're going and that, what you're doing. Is that the sledgehammer? The sledgehammer. Yeah, no, it was a sledgehammer. It was a subtle sledgehammer here and there, but. Yeah, well, that well, you need that because your mind wanders. Because when you're left alone too often, you fill your head with rubbish, and you are very easily can be influenced if you're that type, I suppose. You know, media influences and the rest of it. We're all part of media. You can wander off your mind somewhere else. But now and again, you just need to be told, well, I was Steve. This time last year, when you came through the door, I think you said, you know, I was 118 kilos when I set off with you, and I was 94 yeah. just before Christmas. So you know, 20 summer kilos. It's not not only that, though, yeah. as we talked about when you come into the office, mm. it was you were a totally different yeah, personality was, yeah. in, the, in the gym, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I was. I was. I was nervous and I suppose uh, shy with it all. I suppose and obviously be body conscious. As simple as that. You know, you you, you have to face facts. You know, going to work every day and thinking these trousers are a bit tight. So I went. <laughs> I went to Asda to buy a new pair of work pants, as glamorous as it sounds, and I was going to be buying a pair of like forty. Two forty-four inch pants, just ridiculous, you know. And I thought, no, I need to do something about this. Um, the doctors had already said earlier that year that, um, you know, blood pressure and various cholesterol and various things were, you know, could easily be cured with medication. But I'd be on medication for life, so I thought, well, no, there's a, there's a new, the better way than that. And I'm glad I chose the other way, really. You know, so much so I bought a pair of Levi's before Christmas in thirty-four inch. Waste, so simple things, you know. Right. You know. <laughs> I can only get him on one leg, but it's <laughs> counts, you know. Class. Yeah, we'll, we'll try and get them on this Christmas, yeah. Steve. Well, that's right, yeah, definitely, yeah. I'm looking forward for a party. I think that was my only negative last year. There wasn't a, there wasn't a party. I had to sit in my room sitting, drinking cans of San Miguel on a, on a Zoom party. But, you know, it was, it was checking cool. your protein checker. No, that, yeah, well, yes. <laughs> Oh, I've got to get a reputation now, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, you shaker. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the face I pull when I'm doing it. That's the problem. <laughs> Last year was um, a really good year for you, Sai, as well. Um, this was, I've obviously, I've trained. Yeah, because Liverpool won the league. <laughs> <laughs> you, had, you had to get some of it in. Um, but I've trained you since, obviously, I started as well. So I've kind of seen your journey and how it's changed. And... I think if we're both being honest, you, food's always been something that you've 
struggled with and sort of oh, it's as I, to yeah, get it always, it's always been food training training hasn't been a problem the training has always been uh, <laughs> I nearly swore then no training hasn't been a problem at all it's it's always been food it's been, always been my issue who's this talking Josh who is he <laughs> <laughs> who's this um, guy yeah it's just when, when, when I done my Achilles when was that 2018 um, been off my feet for four months or something like that. Um, I put a load of weight on then, and did you? And one of the many times I put a load of weight on. I'd noticed to be honest. <laughs> I, I just thought you bought Steve's jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a pair um, of spare if you want. <laughs> and there was one Saturday you done one of your. You know, open days or something, and Alex, Alex was in. That's the first time I met Alex, and I had a, I had a chat with him afterwards, and I went to see him, and that's the, that was when when things got simple, food wise. I went to see him for a few sessions and everything, and <clears throat> it's it, it just everything was just made so easy. It's it, you you don't have to. You don't have to eat this, this, and this, and this. If you don't like that, you don't have that. If it's if you want to have a sandwich for your dinner at work, then you make a sandwich for dinner at work. If you want to eat that, then you you buy that from Tesco, ready made with some veg or whatever. And if you're still under, you're still under your calories, you're still hitting your target. I used to, I used to tra- track all the time, but also do your macros. And you're trying to you're trying to get your protein right. That's not right. So I'd gone to there to get your protein up, but the calories are going up. I used to spend an hour just trying to sort my food out and your macros every night. And it got to a point where it's... and then it got to the weekend. Well, yeah, I, that's another thing. You go to the weekend and you go. Mm-hmm. Mental. <laughs> Mate, you don't have to though. I know that now, eh? But I used to religiously. Like you can track Monday to Thursday, but what you track. Friday, Saturday, Sunday is really, really important because it's almost half a week as well. Oh, Monday to Friday I tracked. <laughs> <laughs> and the and weekend, then lost track Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, I did. And I did a big style. And uh, it used to screw up everything I'd done the week before. But, but that used to drive me mental size, especially when I was when we were training each other all the time. Oh, no. Because I knew how hard you worked through <laughs> the week. But then the minute the, the keys got put down and you got home, all went to shit, didn't it? Oh, weekend, did I? It was yeah. it was ingrained in my head, right? You've done so well, Monday to Friday. Let yourself go on a weekend. But I let myself go to the extremes. Um, Yeah, but going back to the macros, it got to the point where, ah, oh, screw this, I'm not doing this anymore. I can't. It's just too much hassle. So then when I went to see Alex, as I say, he just made things simple. So I only... I have two meals a day because that works for me. I don't eat breakfast. I have my dinner at work, which is always a sandwich. Same thing every day because I like sandwiches. Um, and it's always somewhat different in the evening. And doing that, I was in a deficit. It was food I liked to eat. And it, 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 as it does, it, it, it's meant to be over a long period of time because I was always like, it needs to be done next week. It needs to be off. I need this... Two stone off in one month. So then you go on to these rags diets, you know, these real massively low calorie diets. But then 2018, uh, I think I got 
store half off or something by the Christmas party or whatever it was. But then it slowly, you know, started to unravel a little bit. I knew everything I had to do, but it was getting it all all linked in together to work together properly constantly, which is what happened last July when you've done that thing that we mentioned earlier, Josh, with the the posting your your calories. Everything just clicked in. And all since I started seeing Alex back then, my mindset changed with everything as well. It just all the old habits just kind of died out. So the weekends aren't mental anymore. Um I stand and think about do I need that, do I want that, you know, I kind of think so I don't get it. More mindful. Oh yeah, definitely. Think about stuff instead of just right, it's the weekend, I'm gonna go and get that, I'm gonna get that, I'm gonna get that. Um Yes, everything changed from three years ago to now. Totally different. Mindset's totally different. And <clears throat> uh, I saw so from last July, everything was just rolling, clicking away. Everything was working properly. I think that goes back to what we, what one of the first things we said was about your education. So, for example, what you were doing with your, with your macros, like a lot of people do that and a lot of people don't get results because it is too hard for them it's it's something mm. that they, they haven't actually deserved the right to to do yet so you, you need to do something a little bit easier like you said a little bit more simple right. where it could be just be right i'm going to take a picture of my food every day at the end of the week i'm going to look back at my my week and i'm going to score it out of score it out of five per day Okay, Friday, Saturday, Sunday was zero, was one, it was the low. Right, next week I need to make sure it's better. And like, like what we're saying right at the start, it's a, it's the education process. Um, Steve did it, right? When, we, when you come into your the trial with us, you don't, I'll just show you where some recipes are and some nice healthy meal plans and some calorie plans. That's it. I'm not, I'm not, not don't look at your food. We can't change your lifetime about that bitch of day, it is. What we can do is show you a place where where you're safe and comfortable and we get looked after. Mm. And then you can make a choice if you want to stay. And then we can talk about food and mm. nutrition. Because yeah. it comes further down the line, like you said. Yeah, totally. And it took me, sorry, Baz. No, go on. No, you did it right. It, it, took, me, it took me 30 years to uh, develop those bad habits. Nice. <laughs> you know? right, true. Uh, so yeah. we weren't going to just uh, knock them on the no. head instantly because you fall back into bad habits. So... You know, it is what it is. Don't get me wrong. There's still the urges there. It's just a, a better mind process to uh, to knock them on the head and, and and move on past. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same. There's, you you still you still battle against it all the time, mm. but you've got you've got more tools to work to work against it. Mm. And you can. Yeah. And that's we've added that to the business over the last few years, haven't we? Yeah. As well, we've got more tools now. At Arsenal, as we've developed as trainers, as as the guys have come on board, Josh has grown in stature, Rachel's on board, you know, Danny, Will, everyone. We, we, we've brought Alex and Charlie into the nutrition team. We're, we're arming ourselves and, and then staff trainers on Fridays, we learn all the time off each other. You know I mean, it's, it's really vital that we keep learning so then we can pass on the, the learning to you guys. It's not worse than a personal trainer that does a course and then doesn't share it with anybody else. Keeps the, keeps the knowledge to themselves. You know I mean, they'll share the love, share the education. Fact I think as well. Sorry, the fact I think that anyone could walk into to our facility and get trained by a number of us 
but then they could also come and talk to someone like Steve, someone like Sai, who's been through that journey, talk to Baz, okay, Baz is going to uh, tell you this thing, then, all right, we can refer you on to Alex and Charlie, our nutritionist. What kind of service, what kind of, like, like standards is, is like that anywhere else? It's, it's far from. So... I, yeah, I always here if anybody wants to ask a question, I'll try and yeah, answer that's the best kind I can. Of like what some of the our ambassadors have done on, on mm. the guys in the previous episode, they they will help people. There are sort of our sort of friends and family in in the gym. But we'll say, okay, can you can you have a quick chat with this person? And that's mm. all it might need is just a quick yeah. sort of arm around the shoulder. Come on, it's going to be all right. Going to get back on track. Next week is a new week. No problem. We all need it. We've all been there, so it's, um... there's, there's not ever, there's never a straight line when it comes to your diet and your nutrition and your weight loss no. and your fat loss. It's, you know, it's just it's like business. It's not like oh, you start here and you go oh, brilliant, happy days. You know, you go ups and downs, up and down, plateaus. Mm. You know, peaks and troughs all the time with your nutrition, your weight loss. You know, it's just it's never ending. You know, when you're smashing it for a while and then all of a sudden you, you mm. something happens in your life and. You know, things turn, take a little turn for the worst, and the nutrition goes out the window. It just happens. You get back on it when you're ready. Yeah. So, you know, we, that's why we don't, we don't, if you last started, we've never asked you to track a macro, off, but I can't remember. <laughs> I think as well, it's, it's, People's expectations when they when they start something, they, they their expectations are, are, are far too high. It's like kind of what Sai Sai was saying. I want to lose the two stone. I want to do it overnight. Um, and then that's when people go into the the they find themselves on a computer. Oh, how to lose weight fast? And then something pops up. Do this. Do this thing for six weeks, and you'll lose X amount. Yeah. What what is it? The how to get a flat stomach? So one hundred ninety six thousand. Oh yeah, options. <laughs> oh yeah, you can go. You can go and find one hundred ninety-six thousand ways to get a flat stomach. I bet none of them say get a calorie deficit. <laughs> <laughs> Eat this reindeer ball. Suck on this <laughs> snake <laughs> tongue. Yeah, but yeah, calorie deficit be right. One hundred ninety-five thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. Put less in. Take more out. Mm. Yeah, but if it, was that, if it was that simple, we I wouldn't have a job. And me and Josh wouldn't no. be sat here. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's, so, it's, it, it, yeah. It, Steve. It should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really should. Oh, it be. is. It is when you yeah. when you strip it down to the, what it is. It's it's the so many things get get lost in the fuzz, don't they? That's why, like the uh, James Smith, you probably all have heard of him. He's how much money he's made of it. But you you think of him, it's just a calorie deficit. That's all he. That's all he says now. Like Dad says, if it was that simple, like everyone would be. Shit, there's so much more that comes. Ripped to the tits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much more that comes in involved with in it. Uh, I think we could go on for hours. Like I said, we could probably go on for hours with this topic. Oh, I've made a list of diets and everything. Go on then. I'll just need a bar and some pints. Go on then. Go, go on, on then, Sai. Go, go on, Sai. It's with your oh, diets. I, you know, I'll tell you what, I'll be surprised from what, Baz, what you know I've been on. Right, Weight Watchers, Slimming uh, World. Hang on, we could make a new episode on these. Right. <laughs> Weight Watchers or Slimming World. Pay, pay someone a fiver to get stood in front of a group of, of your peers. Yeah. yeah and yeah, embarrassed. And embarrassed. Now, yeah. I've trained so many people that have done Slimming World and Weight Watchers. 
They starve themselves for two or three days before they go to get weighed. When they leave the community centre, the hall or whatever it is, they go straight <laughs> to the chippy, they go straight to McDonald's and they eat loads of food for the next two or three days because they've starved themselves for two or three days. Is that healthy? Had the best summing up, Aye, pretty much. Uh, app well, now, it's, now it's cool and trendy in WW or apps. We've got an app. It's trendy now, some, isn't it? Some lads at work did the Atkins once, and in the morning it just stunk of fried food. And uh, in the afternoon it stunk of you know the other end. It was just atrocious. Yeah, so that lasted about three weeks. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do that one very long. Have you heard of Ally? Ally. Ally tablet. Ally tablet was uh, it's meant to. It's meant to stop you eating. This in the 90s well, no. What did you do? Shove them up your ass? <laughs> no, you had these tablets. It was meant to stop you from eating fatty food because it, if you ate fatty food, it deposited the fatty food out of another, out of your orifice. Aye. So that could be that was that could be. Did you do messy. that? I did. I. When you were training with me. Um, I can't remember when that was. You kept that quiet. Well, obviously, I knew you then. Well, that's I think. <laughs> Uh, Give us the next one. Come on, what a slap you through the computer. <laughs> Lighter life. Ugh, I've had I've had trained loads of clients who've come off that rebounded. Yeah. They've got they've lost loads of weight, got really slim, started eating food again, and just ballooned back to twice the size they were. Mm, I think. Crazy. Bad I'm, air, bad skid, bad seat, bad breath. You know, I think when I've done lighter life, I was when I was training with you to do the rat race. Yeah. Rat race day weekend, which was twenty mile assault course. No wonder you're training with shit then. <laughs> no, energy. <laughs> <laughs> no energy. No energy. No getting injured yeah, all the time. Really, no, I'd like to say my training was spot on and I went and done that twenty mile assault course, no bother. So proud of you. Well I know. Then Go on, what else? Cambridge as well. That's another yeah. that's another very low calorie diet. Yeah, oh, low calorie, calorie deficit might work that one for a while for someone. Right, uh, five or six hundred calories a day. That was. Yeah. I've even had uh, hypnotherapy. That was an absolute waste of time. Uh, Sorry, it's my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sleep. I even I dabbled with the five-two diet as well. You dabbled uh, what in just the five or the two? Probably the five. Is <laughs> <laughs> that a Sam Allardyce formation of five two? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only so, when he plays us. <laughs> so I've done pretty much nearly everything, to be honest. Hmm. Which was your Which was your favourite? Oh, none of them. None of them. None of them. No. Which one did you get the best results with, Sai? Out of all of them, Cambridge, because yeah. it was actual. What? There was actually a bit of substance in it. Light to Life was just shakes. Cambridge had a bit of substance in it. But it was... And I was working... I was working nights at the time as well, driving on nights, which was even harder. Mm. It's just... Yeah. That's a whole different episode, people on shifts with food. Mm. Isn't it, Josh? Yeah. We get a lot of that. The shift workers now to get around with food and diet and stuff. So That's the bonus part. We're talking. We're talking um, before to Steve, saying like how difficult. I think like as a as a male, especially as a shift worker, like pride and ego takes place. So, like what Baz was saying before, going into the bait room, 
imagine going into a bedroom with you, like your Tupperware box, and someone just comes down and sits next to you with a full fry, <laughs> full fry up. It's it's pretty tough. It's emotional. Uh, <laughs> having to go and microwave your your cold veg and chicken. But you know, you know the but you know the place that you're going to be compared to to that guy. Oh yeah. Do you know? Yeah, you see that. That person is gonna is gonna be. In a few, he doesn't know, but in a few years, he's going to have to need to do something to act upon that. So it'll be the one. It was me. It'll be the one asking you for your advice. Yeah. Years time. Steve, how did you do that, mate? What, what were you doing there? It's amazing how many folk have asked me last year what to do and how to do and what to do and anything. And you know, by the time you've told them all, it's uh, the penny does drop eventually with some of them. You know, it simply is putting. Uh, Putting uh, less in and getting more out. It's like that with clients. So they, I, I, mm. like I could have talked to side the blue face about stuff, but he wouldn't listen until he was ready to listen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, that's like, it. You need to. You need to switch yeah. Sometimes it's a different voice. So he's listening. Mm. To, Alex's voice is work for side. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is great. Yeah. It, sometimes glimmer of inspiration. Yeah. You need you need a different voice or just a different way of hearing it or a different way mm. of saying it, and then uh, someone someone drops. And that's like that for whether you're training and nutrition mindset just anything really, isn't it? You, you need a short sharp shock and I, well I got one when I'd been to a birthday party um, in November before I contacted you and it was a fancy dress one and I'd been through the town spent a tenner in the charity shop got the most comfiest velcro loafers you've ever seen and a load of old grandad gear and went to this fancy dress party me and my brother sunk half a bottle of Morgan's between us before and, I uh, yeah, well, no, uh, through the night thought we'd had a whale of a time Staggered home, must have hit every curb on the way home. So, did a five mile walk on a one mile walk home. And then next morning, woke up not feeling happy with myself. And then, um, next thing, my phone's pinging. So, you know, Facebook pictures of me dressed up as this whatever I was dressed up as. And I thought, that's not me, that wasn't me, that wasn't the guy that I thought looked in the mirror and walked out. And I was just, yeah, and that was one of the things. And a few that flipped the switch to look for something, and then obviously, I saw you. Your um, your Facebook post and made the made that day was the day real. See you on the other anyway, side. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to send you that picture. I think I think I'm brave enough yeah. to send the picture of what tipped me over the edge, really. But uh, yeah, just be careful; it might appear in the next lookbook or something. I'm thinking that. Yeah, yeah I might just have to refrain it a little bit. Be careful what you send us or what you say, because it can be used against you, can't right. it? Well, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> but that's all. We all just need that switch flicked. Some of us more than others, and um, you know, once it is, it's it's keeping you. Keeping that was a point of that video. It. That was a point of that live video last night. I think people mm. needed a little a flick switch for one or two. For yeah. it wasn't aimed at the majority of the gym, but um, just a, a small few were struggling. Yeah, you know, it's like you said, stay about the, the sledgehammer, sledgehammer in the arm. Josh mm. said about me, I don't sugar the pill, never have done. Mm. Um, but sometimes you need it. You do. I mean, your phrase last year, and we're after nine o'clock, so I can say it was on your own shit, and it's, uh, it's the only the only phrase I've ever thought about getting a tattoo of that means something. You know, you've, you've got to grow up. You know, I'm in my forties now, on your own shit, and this side yeah. of my life, uh, you know, thankfully been able to uh, to get a bit better with it. So well, that's, what with that. that's what Sai did. That's what Sai did with his diet. He said um, being a teenage boy on the weekend, Friday, Sunday, hmm. and eating shit. <laughs> Friday night, Saturday night. He forgets I speak to his missus. You know, he he started owning his own shit and, and eating like a grown up. Yeah. How many times, Josh? How many times have you heard it? I don't like veg. I don't eat veg. 
Yeah. I don't yeah. eat veg. Hang on, you're 43, what do you mean you don't eat veg? Yeah. It's what people like water. Yeah. I hate water. He's got to have Vimto in his, in his drink. Stick your head in a fish tank. You hate water. Behave yourself. Honestly, yeah, own your own shit. Grow up. Be grown up. Try things that are different that might actually be good for you and you might see your kids grow up and your grandkids. You know what I mean? Oh, that's another episode, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring me on as a guest again. This is, this is the Josh show. Steve, Steve, Steve was worrying about tangenting off um, last week, weren't you, when I was messaging you? Well, yeah. <laughs> I thought, what, you know, is it going live? That was the thing with my This know, is a good thing a about it's It's conversations and they do go off and you can go down different places because that's what we want to try. And this needs to be conversational, doesn't it, Josh? That mm. was your yeah. idea of it. When we wanted yeah. it, so we might have a bit of a framework of what, what Josh is going to chat about, but, ah, bollocks. End of the day, it's just, it's, just <laughs> to get, it's just to get your guys' stories out there, which hopefully can relate back to someone that's listening um, and potentially going through sort of a similar stage to your journey as well. And it might just, like you said, Steve, site might just flick that switch for them to prompt, mm. like, to, to do something. And yeah, that, I hope it does. Yeah, honestly. And that's not necessarily anything to do with us. Um, that's just them trying to get that 1% better each day. Thank you, Steve, Sai, and Baz for that episode. Hopefully, listeners at home, you will have received a little bit more knowledge about some of the areas and some of the topics which then might help you stay that little bit more accountable through your fitness journey. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to the channel. Our next episode will be coming out in the first week of March. The topic of the conversation is all about motivation and how to stay motivated. If you're interested in anything that we do here at Barrymount Personal Trading or you just want to ask us a few questions, then feel free to email at admin at barrymarkfitness.com or you can check us out on any of our social media accounts. That's Facebook or Instagram. Hi, it's Barry here again. I just want to thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. And as a special thanks, if you want to get access to all the Team BMPT ebook resources, then all you have to do is go to barrymarkpt.com forward slash ebook gift, where you'll be able to download over 15 ebooks written by ourselves over the years and I'm sure you'll find something in there that'll help you get the results that you deserve. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.